Two normal guys life. podcasting. That's right. Let's do this. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome B-Tex Smith and Steve B-Tex Smith and Steve. You are now entering the Megacast, the Megacast. It's the Megacast! Ted, we are back. We made it back in one piece. We survived, Steve. We did. Fresh off the boat from Spokane. The bus. Yeah. The party bus. Thank you, Levi Lion. Lion Pride Music for hooking us up. With Is that how he has the name of it? Yeah. His last name's Lion. L-Y-O-N. So Lion Pride. Jesus Christ. You think that, I would have put two and two together by now? Just made that connection? Yes, yeah, Steve. <laughs> did you not notice it was spelled different from the regular Lion? Right, but I thought that was just the thing. Like, they didn't want to spell it like the lion. For, for copyright purposes? Well, I thought maybe they were French, because there's like a famous French soccer team, uh, Leon. Oh, I don't know that. But I think they have a Y in their name. Gotcha. You know, like where you see that O-H, like, it's not Bouche, it's like Bouchon. Bouchon. Or, you know, man. All right. <laughs> Anyhow, shout out to Lion Pride Music. <laughs> it's already off to a bad start. We're already out there. Our brains are still fried. We had the most insane weekend. I'm sure it's going to come up quite a bit during this podcast. Thank you for listening to the Megacast. We're, we're going to talk about other stuff as well. It's not going to be just about the hockey tournament that we were at in Spokane, Washington, called the Northwest Classic, where 32 teams come to Spokane. Six come to win, and the other... One leaves a champion. And that's the Tacoma Donkeys. Yes. yes. The thing is, man, every year there's a champion, but legends never die. Right. And the Tacoma Donkeys, like I told... uh one of our guys on our team, Gibbsy, I think it was either Gibbsy or, uh, or, or J-Mac, I said, we are hockey royalty at the Hockey Challenge. Not the Hockey Challenge, the Northwest Classic. Yeah. <laughs> that beer garden in that tournament, the donkeys have become such legends yeah. that like, the Saturday in the afternoon, like we're all hanging out, the party bus is there, so people kind of know you're with the donkeys and wearing a donkey hat. Right. But it's to the point now where like, I got off and went to the beer garden, Steve's like, no, nah, man, you were in there. You were just talking to people you knew. And it's like, yeah, I've made my own subgroup of friends just being associated with you guys. Right. It's, there's, there's a or point. coaching you guys. And it's not like we're trying to act like we're special. It's just that we bring it to a different level than the other teams. Like some make it a point to bring former pl- like pro players. Some you know make it a point to do whatever they may be doing. We bring a giant bus, a 40-foot bus, and we bring up a party with us. It's insane. We're welcoming to anyone who wants to come on the bus. It's just an it's an, it's an enormous party, especially by Saturday night at four in the morning. Or get on the bus. Yeah, come on, drink some beers, pull some vodka. Let's party. Except for that one guy who stole the donkey bong. That person, I don't know who it was, but they're dead to us. Yeah, that's a poor move, man. I'll tell you what. I, and we almost forget. We ran through some fireball. We ran through a, a few bottles of vodka. At least one bottle of Fireball. Two. Okay, two bottles of Fireball. Because it was mine Friday night. That disappeared. At least from our math, and we had to buy more beer, so it's more than 400 cans of beer between 14, 15 people. Yeah, I and will not, say and, and, Saturday helped because we had a decent amount of people party on the bus. Yeah. So that we gave out a lot of beers, but sure. we still drank a lot of beers. We drank a lot of beers, and we played some awful hockey. But won our final game, so we weren't complete losers. No. But at the end of the day, the Donkeys won the Northwest Classic. Oh, yeah. 
not in a hockey way, but just in a lifestyle kind of way. It was an amazing experience. Some of the stories are going to come up. There are so many amazing stories that we'll never be able to share with you guys that are listening. And it's, nope. It's, it's no disrespect to you. It's just a complete respect to what we do for a living. So we, yeah. we, we, and decency. Yes, yes. And, and respect for our, our, our teammates as well. And other humans. But uh, we got to get things going, Ted, because we are in bad shape. Our brains are definitely not functioning. So we're going to do our best to get the heart racing, the blood pumping, and the brain... Functioning. So I figured this week we'll eventually get back to the request. We got a lot of great requests via Twitter at the Megacast for songs that we could do push-ups to, All to right. get 10 to. But I want to do one more that, that I felt was almost the unofficial theme. Like the official theme of the Northwest Classic was clearly We Them Boys. 100%. Or We Dem Boys. We Dem Boys. I don't know why all of a sudden, see, my brains are mush. All of a sudden, I'm adding the TH to them. Right. If you keep putting the TH in there, Steve, uh, they're not going to invite us to be the two random white guys in the video. Or maybe that will help our chances. They're like, that guy is as vanilla as they get. He's saying, We Them Boys. Yeah, and we should have shirts and black shirts and white letters that say, We Them Boys. (laughs) That would be awesome. Right? Like, who are those guys? Oh, we're them boys. And then on the back, it says, Only two of us. So this week, I felt like this became almost an anthem for our team because it really did sum up exactly what was going on this weekend. Uh, So this week's Jam of the Week, not Jam of the Week, man, I am all over the place. All right, let's just play this song and get 10. I don't know if you remember this one, Toppy. Oh, yeah. I just called you Toppy. (laughs) Sorry, man. Dude, this song was so smooth on the bus. We played this song. We don't care who sees What, like at least seven or eight times a day? That's how it's supposed to be. All right. Ted. The Ted Smith. Let's get 10. All right, man. Here we go. It's like I'm 17 again. Peach fuzz on my face. Looking on the case. Trying to find a hella taste. Oh, my God. I'm on the chase. Chevy is getting kind of heavy. Relevant selling it. Dipping away. Time keeps slipping away. Zipping the safe. Flipping for pay. Tipping like I'm dripping in pay. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie. That was hard. Put the wheat in the chain. Oh, I forgot how much we sang this one. I think my one line was like, dude, I'm 34. I don't know if I'm that young anymore. It's like, this weekend we are, man. Yeah, this weekend we had no age. We were all 23 and stupid. Tech Talks, starring D-Tech 23's being generous, Steve. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we had the mentality and the maturity of 16-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, this week's Ted, <laughs> Ted Talk, a little bit different. Uh, we didn't have a request for the song to do push-ups to, so I'm going to take a uh, Twitter conversation that I had with a guy. Steve was involved. Kind of used that for the Ted Talk this week. <laughs> I hark back the greatest college basketball coach of all time. I don't often hear the word hark except for Christmas time. I respect that. Well, man, now I got to work in a Noel. <laughs> but I seen her in your Steve. Continue, Ted. <laughs> so I hearken back to the greatest college basketball coach of all time. Hark the basketball coach of all time. The Wizard of Westwood, UCLA coach, John Wooden. Now, John Wooden, again, you can argue, but probably the best 
college coach of all time. There was a period where his teams were undefeated, I want to say for two or three years before Notre Dame beats them. They win championship after championship. When you go to UCLA's gym, they only put out championship banners from NCAA tournaments. They don't put the other conference stuff nice. in there, right? And they didn't need Leitner to do all of this. They didn't need Leitner. Yeah. <laughs> I think they even have a banner that says, we didn't need Leitner. No, and they had Walton, who was smoking weed, getting high like every day. Just having fun. Doesn't <laughs> care who sees. Yeah. But for the Twitter guy and Twitter talks, the thing that every practice started with, every year the first practice started with one simple thing. And it's, gentlemen, we're going to go over how to tie your shoes. Oh, okay. <laughs> And that's how he started every year. So it didn't matter if you were Lou Alcindor, a.k.a. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, mm-hmm. Bill Walton, any of these All-Americans on this undefeated team, you came into that first practice, and what a coach teach you? How to tie your shoes again. And that's what some of the TED Talks are about, man. Remember, this is built on a foundation of fundamentals. That's what we're going to be about out there tonight. Let's go get some, boys. Appreciate that. <laughs> we appreciate you. I'm Ted still Smith. coaching a little bit. I like it. <laughs> Except for the one game we won, you weren't there for us, Ted. I wasn't, man. I was in the locker room right. with the grinders drinking fireball. We had our cameraman, Dwayne, from Lion Pride Music, who fell off the wagon. He had to give us the coach's talk. And he made it very clear, I'm not the coach. I'm the cameraman. But go F them up and don't be a bunch of pussies. <laughs> I also like... Uh, the best speech ever. I had a whistle this year. So there were certain points. Like I would just give little coach-up talks to anybody that needed one. Yeah. Sometimes it wouldn't be that simple. Our buddy Munson, we love him. Guy's a bit of a slob sometimes. He just talks to beer cans. <laughs> just throwing cans wherever he wants. Like, did I tell you this part? So when you guys would go to play, like you guys get off the bus, and I'll hang out for a minute. And everywhere Munson sat, there would be beer cans around it, trash, and then the seat was always wet. <laughs> <laughs> just like, what goes on? One time on the trip, he throws his can, and I just go, who do you live with? How much do you pay your butler? Like, what is this? What I was like, what is this lifestyle, Munson? It's awesome, man. He's Hurricane Munson, man, especially during the Classic Weekend. All rules go out the window. I always want to call him the machine because of our boy, Bert. But uh, very Bert-like. But uh, what were you calling him? Not the animal. What were we calling him? I don't even remember. It was just something like, ugh. The beast was out. Yeah, he was. He was just he was a hurricane. Not to mention he fell asleep during the biggest rager ever at the classic in that bus. This bus that Levi and the crew at Lion Pride Music, they they got a school bus. That's his last bus, name, Steve. L O I O N. Uh he bought a school bus, like an old school bus, just stripped it, repainted it. There's a video out there. If you just type in uh, you know, party bus, Lion Pride Music, you'll be able to find it. It's on my past blogs as well. And he spent about $60,000 on this bus to make it into a giant party bus. And part of that, and a lot of that money was the sound system. So understand, we had this bus bumping at four in the morning, full volume, the most insane EDM music being played. Props to Heaney for making the playlist. Shout out to Heaney. Heaney, what's up? Rave on. And uh, Munson is passed out as a full-on fully packed bus slash rave was going on and it didn't even phase him. Right. And if you've ever He is the machine. And at any point in your life if you've ever been to a club, especially if you've been to a club where they're playing EDM music, the DJ booth is the epicenter of it. It's where people yeah. cra- congregate and everything yep. else. So 
it's like a partitioned off in the back of the bus. That's where we're spending most of the night is this thing is raging. Not most, at least for me, all of the night. Yeah. I never left that booth. I made certain missions in and out. You did. Well, that was the thing, man. You're DJ Steve. People got to, right. and you got to understand, listen to this, like Steve owned this booth. It was his booth and Steve played all the tunes. So like, I would just sit there and talk to people. Like I was just his helper. Like, but I was like, yeah, yeah. We tore the whole, uh, we tore the whole European continent. Yeah. Yeah. This is DJ Steve. This is parts of lifestyle. Ted was my hype man. He was dancing. He was making moves. He was getting the crowd hyped up. Rick Ross in it, shirt yeah. off, chain. Oh, it was all, yeah. At one point Ted looks at me and goes, I think I'm going to take my shirt off and pull a Rick Ross. And I look at him and I go, do it and he did and it was awesome it was fantastic in fact um there's pictures out there that we've posted uh, that's not good not of you shirtless but uh, like where we're hanging well, not just be shirtless there's a lot of pictures that aren't good and there's a video out there as well if you just search also lion pride music if you go to my my blog it's up there today at kisw.com and i'm sure we'll share it on twitter i'll throw it on the megacast twitter page as well at the nice. megacast and at the end you'll get to see my dj garb which was my knit hat, these colored tinted glasses that were either blue, red, or yellow that our buddy, our, our guru, Shawnee Mac, gave us. Yep. Headphones that were not plugged into anything, although I was bound to the DJ booth because of those headphones. They were plugged One into my pocket. One side half off. One side half off with donkey, donkey stickers on them and a hoodie over it. And that was my that was my look. That was the DJ Steve look. And they need to do these pictures out there. And uh, one person brought up a great point, and I thought, thought it was funny. They compared you, and I didn't understand who this person was. And of course, I can't. Are you talking about Action Bronson? Action Bronson, yeah, the rapper from New York, man. Right. And I didn't know who it was, and I looked it up, and I'm like, holy oh. smokes, dude! You know, I have a picture of him in my phone. We've been joking about that for months. Being a you group look of just buddies. like Action Bronson, 100 oh, percent. It's awesome. Yeah. So I listened to his record, and in fact, he'll be one of the songs we'll be listening to throughout the megacast. And he's awesome. I wish we would have had him on the playlist, man. Have you seen, uh, you ever seen that video of him at a festival? That's awesome. And no. he raps, and as he's rapping, he gets off like the side stage, and he goes into a porta potty, does his business. He's still spitting while he's in there, and then he comes out, and he like hasn't missed a beat. Wow. Oh, man, that's crazy. I didn't know you didn't know Action Bronson. Not until this past weekend. Now yeah. I'm all about him. I love his album. Yeah, he's, awesome. kind of, he's kind of like a folklore guy, too. He's got a certain essence to him that is pretty badass. So. Yeah, I think he does a food column or something on Vice, too. Huh. Uh, for their website or for the magazine. Well, you know, when, at, at, before we, when we come back from the break, we'll we'll give you a taste of Action Bronson because he's set up for uh, one right. of our one of our musical interludes. He's on the mega playlist. What tonight. Grace thinks about him? Uh, we'll find out. I'm sure we did get a couple of other tweets. Right. Uh, I, uh, one person said, uh, "D Ted Smith, Megacast Steve showed you my I showed my best friend the first two minutes of the Megacast. He downloaded the KISW app immediately. Hashtag Year of the Hustle. LARP on. Thank you, Jason, for turning on a friend. We need more people yeah, doing man. stuff like that. 2015, baby. That's Year of right. the Hustle. Get them, boys. Let's go, boys. Go out there and tell your friends about the Megacast. <laughs> a lot of people want us to do the tasing thing. It's not going to happen today. We didn't even prepare for it, but maybe Oh, next no. Time. I completely forgot about that. I'm in no shape. My mind is not ready to be tased. One of us may die. Yeah. Oh, here's the one from James. He says, uh, Ted looked like Action Bronson. Yeah. Oh, I'll that take that. awesome. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll come right, back. Right. We'll talk a little bit about Action Bronson. Also, you brought up Burt Kreischer. Yeah. I, I have amazing- The Machine. The Machine. Uh, one of the funniest guys, Burt the Conqueror. He was in town recently a couple of weeks ago. I went and show, saw him at the Parlor Live in Seattle. Dope uh, spot. Apparently, not the night I saw him. It was either later on that night or on Saturday- he had a scary run-in with a fan on stage. I don't know if you've seen it. No. It happened here in Seattle. We have the audio, and it's epic because, mind you, Bert was on pain pills because he hurt his back. He fell off of a waterfall. So he's high on, like, Vicodin, and a guy stormed the stage, 
and S went down. And we have the audio for you to hear. Awesome. We'll do that when we come back to the Megacast. Let's jam up to this heavy song, crack a beer, and wait for the Megacast to return. is changing the way American city dwellers get from point A to point B. Hi, my name's Cindy. This is my Prius. Where are you going? But sometimes people in rural areas need a lift too. That's where Goober comes in. Hi, I'm Billy Ray. This is my pickup. Where are you headed? Into town. Hey, dude. Passengers ride in the back. Ah! Oh, Goober gets you there safely and maybe a little bit slower than a taxi. I hope you don't mind riding on the flatbed tractor and sometimes goober throws in a little excitement free of charge uh, how can we outrun the cops there's a washed out bridge up there no problem old bessie can jump that creek bed hold on goober your red next choice for suburban ride sharing because you treat me like I pay for the bed and never even slept in it. I pay for that crib and never stepped foot in. And now somebody else is eating all the pudding. Things change now, my dashboard wooden. All black bands like a young Doc Gooden. Dark shades, cause I'm stone crazy. Girl, we grown, stop playing on my phone, baby. Why you always all on my back? Uh, why you gotta do me like that? Don't act like bitches. Okay. Sometimes they do. Ha. Ha. The mega cast is back. Of course, Grace taking ah. shots at us. Just Man. every once in a while we act kind of bitchy, but for the most part, I feel like we're pretty solid dudes. Looks like there's no way to talk about it without sounding bitchy now. Right, now we're bitching about not being bitchy. Grace, you bitch. <laughs> That's Action Bronson right there. That's the guy that people are comparing the Ted Smith to. Especially, you were dead on Action Bronson this weekend with the shirt off. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't Rick Ross. I didn't realize this. I mean, you are definitely, you had that. The white Rick Rick Ross. You are the white Rick Ross, but you are also just the doppelganger for Action Bronson, which is a great name. Yeah, it's spot on, too. Plus, I mean, there was periods where I just had, I mean, I basically just rocked jeans, either Air Maxes or boots and a hoodie all weekend. Oh, that yeah, you're right. Yeah. And a hat at all times. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I was ra- I was rocking that flat brim. Uh, the Ever- Shout out to the Everett Aqua Sox, man. That hat gets so many compliments. It's unbelievable. I started wearing that. First of all, anybody listening to this, forget your sports allegiances to any baseball team. Go buy minor league hats. My buddy yeah. Justin Barnes taught me that a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And that Everett Aqua Sox one I bought. And people love it. I've bought that hat two times now. One time. Two times. I think I held up three you fingers. Did. You did hold up three went, fingers. Two times, said, yeah. Steve. Two times. <laughs> two times plus one, mother. 
So you got four of them, dude. I've been. I don't wear many hats. If I did, because I don't look good in like ball caps. All right. Knit hats is my thing. But if I did. <laughs> it's so funny that, like, every bald guy I know is very specific about their hats. Right. Like, for me, it's I think it's tough with a uh, snapback. Yeah. Like, I like a fitted hat. I'm a fan of the flex fit, but I want to get one of those Tacoma tugboat hats. That's a, the, That used to be the Rainiers. I think they were the Tacoma Tigers. Before that, they were the Tacoma tugboats. All right. And it's like this, like, cartoony tugboat guy. That's awesome. They have shirts, but I haven't seen the right type of shirt, but the hat is sick. But I'm just not a guy that wears hats very often. Maybe I'll get it for the classic. Yeah. I feel like that's the time to do it. We'll get you in the hat game. Uh, Action Bronson, like I mentioned. All right. Completely new to this guy's music. So I've been listening to a lot of it, though, today. Cool. And uh, that song's called Baby Blue. There's a part during the song, and the album's called Mr. Wonderful. As a wrestling fan, I love the name. Paul Orndorff, represent. Mister. There's also a Mr. Wonderful in uh, MMA. Phil Davis. You're right. Yeah, Mr. Wonderful in the wrestling world was like big in the 80s. All right. And uh, I just like Mr. Wonderful, uh, the MMA fighter. He's just a big black dude that just wears the brightest, tightest pink shorts when he fights. Oh, I wonder if he if he's like all about... Because the old Mr. Wonderful would wear like different, like almost flamboyantly colored Oh, trunks. really? And he had like the sequenced robe like Ric Flair... And when he would take off, and he was all jacked. Like, he was in, like, he was big, like, he won the main events for WrestleMania 1. Like, he was a bad guy. That's what, that. yeah, Phil Davis is the same way. He is shredded. Like, yeah. he's that guy that just, like, like looks like, well, I want, that guy's a fighter. He needs to then get the trunks that Paul Orndorff used to wear. On the back, it said Mr., and then it had number one, Durful. <sighs> That's awesome. Right? Dude, we should get robes next year for the Classic. In. Let's do this. You could be the nature boy and I'll be Mr. Wonderful. <laughs> I think this works. Yeah. Uh, Action Bronson. I'm listening right, to sorry. Baby Blue, that song. Yeah. There's a, there's a part song. towards the end where he's spitting rhymes and I'm just like listening and he's got my attention 1,000%. I've got the clean version, which is unfortunate because the dirty version is epic. All right. But I wanted to play it for those that aren't familiar with Action Bronson. I feel like when you hear this... You're gonna become a fan. This is what like comp- like I was already into it. I liked the groove. I liked the vibe. I liked his rhymes. But when this part happened, and it's like maybe the third verse in, it's like okay, you got me. I'm a fan now. So here's some action, Bronson. I hope you get a paper cut on your tongue from a razor and a paper cup. I hope every soda you drank already shaken up. I hope your dreams dry like raisins in a bacon sun. I hope your clothes all saggy in your early 20s. I hope it's always snow in your driveway. I hope you never get off Fridays and you work at a Friday that's always busy on Fridays. I hope you win a lottery and lose your ticket. I hope it's Ben and Socrates poop all up in your kitchen. I hope the zipper on your jacket gets stuck and your headphones short and your charger don't work and you spill this on your shirt. I hope your tears don't hurt. And I can smile in your face Cause my loss is how Delilah changed my locks to a fate I hope you happy, I hope you happy I hope you ruin it for a reason I hope you happy Why you always on my back? I don't even know which part's the worst, man Like, I'm like, oh, it's gotta be the charger part Oh no, it's gotta be the part where you're working on Friday At a Friday's, and it's busy on a Friday I hope you never get off on a Friday Yeah! <laughs> you work at a Friday's Actually, I like Fridays. My brother used to work on Fridays. It's delicious, man. But do you want to work there? On, on a, a busy Friday? Friday. No. On a Friday. No, everybody wants Friday off. That's why I got out of working in bars. I want right. nights and weekends off. Yeah, you don't want that's the that's the time to work. That's the prime time, but no one wants to do that. Right. Well, when you first start out, you want to work Friday night. Oh, yeah, because that's where the money is. That's where the big money is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't want to do this. 
this sucks. Yeah, he's just giving it to her. Oh, yeah. He wants everything bad to happen to her. I just love the part where he's like, I hope your charger doesn't work. Right? And there's a short in your headphones, I think, was one of the lines. Yeah, but those both things are subtle, but that would ruin your day. Dude, you know what's... Like, so I got a new iPhone 6, and... I've been just marveling about the battery power on this thing. All right. But like, if you read these articles about how to prolong the life of your battery, they're like, don't use any cords that are not uh, like the original factory one, because if you use like these ones that are made from other companies, it could hurt the battery. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to try and be as good as I can, because that was part of why I needed this phone. My old phone, the battery wouldn't hold a charge forever. That's always the thing with iPhones. Like, right. people are always plugging them in. and bo- I don't think people do it as much, so that new one must be better. Dude, I would like, as an example, usually when I would leave work, my battery would be at like around 50, 40% on the old phone. I'd leave work nowadays, it's at 90%. Nice. Until this past weekend, because I had, I used my phone Basically, my phone was the DJ. We put a playlist All on All weekend. And I had to plug it in into the stereo via USB. So I'm like, cool, it'll keep a charge and it'll play the music. Well, I think the stereo might have not, you know, because they say you use the right kind of power sources. I think it might, it, it fried my battery. So now my battery, like when I left today, like I said, usually I leave it's 90%. It was 20%. Ooh. So I'm going to have to go buy a new battery. So I feel that line. Like, it's, it's stressing like, me out. I feel like sometimes when you plug it in to play music, it seems like it should be charging, but I'm not sure it always is. Well, it said 100% the whole time. Did it? But ever I since I did that, that once at a party. Like, I had it plugged in. I was the only one that had a phone. Yeah. And then it was like, dude, what's wrong with your phone? And I was like, oh my God, it's dying. Like, this thing's yeah. not charging at all, is it? Well, that's how it happened. Like, on, Mon- on Monday, I'm at work, and I'm like, oh, let me look at my phone. It says 78%, and it's like, it's like 6.05 in the morning. I'm like, it's usually still at 100 What's going on? What happened to my battery? And I realized, oh, it must have just, I must have been kicking too much juice into the phone or into the battery. I don't know the, the technical mumbo We did rock your phone all weekend. All weekend. Like, it was 24-7. Like, my data, you know, they, how you have, like, the, the certain amount of megabytes, I'm probably going to hit the max from this weekend alone. <sighs> Doug, I'm balling over here, man. I get, free, I get all the data I want. I used to until I had to get this phone. Mm-hmm. I still got a lot, though. You know, we talked about this on the men's room the other day. Hey, you got done dirty. I did. I'm not grandfathered in anymore. Yeah. I'd make a joke about Apple, but I'm not positive I remember the CEO's current name. I know the one dude's dead, so I'm going to leave that joke alone. Out of respect. Yeah. For Mr. Kutcher. Jobs. Yeah, he played him. I know. I actually like that movie. Some people gave it a hard time. I found it very entertaining. You know, all right. Well, as long as we're kind of having a moment. Yeah. You know what I kind of always like, and I'm not kidding, that I would like to start wearing again? Turtlenecks. Really? But everybody always gives like, Steve Jobs such a hard time. He's wearing, I'm like, I feel like the turtleneck can move in a lot of ways. You could wear it underneath another shirt. You could wear it underneath a jersey. It can go underneath a blazer and just be a shirt itself. You could even get the Dickies, too. Remember the Dickies? Wow. Well, yeah. It's a turtleneck. It just doesn't have the rest of the fabric. I feel like that's going a little overboard, Steve. We did that in high school because we were allowed to either wear button-down shirts or turtlenecks. So we thought we could buck the system, a few of my buddies and I. We'd be wearing like Motley Crue t-shirts, and we'd wear the Dickie underneath it. And our teachers are like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, I got a turtleneck on. And they're like, no, turn that shirt inside out. <laughs> Sucked. Dude, my Why high... you gotta do me like that? My high school, man, you wore uh, khakis and a blazer to tie every day. Yeah. And then when you got to like uh, se- junior, senior year, you got a different colored blazer. <laughs> so let people know. You weren't an underclassman anymore. Right. You stepped up to the big time. Yeah. And I was varsity now. I was a badass because you weren't supposed to wear boots, but I wore these Timberland boots every day my senior year. I like it. It's a thug, Steve. Ted's just bucking the trend. (sighs)
man, I had them cinnamon joints. <laughs> the future Action Johnson or Action, action Bronson. Bronson. Hey, man, I was president of my class, homecoming king. I was allowed some liberties. I understand what happens with politicians. Been there, right. done that. I oh. feel you, Obama. And I'm not one way. I feel you, Mr. Uh, Bonner. <laughs> Sorry, I almost, I almost called him Brommer, but I think that's just my soap at home. <laughs> Let's talk about Bert the Conqueror. Attack. All right, sorry. We're going crazy. Our brains are not... We might have to do another 10 just to get our mind back on track. Well, you know, the Wednesday ones, man. The Wednesday ones get a little off track. Well, hey, we did hit Gordon Biersch, and uh, we might have had a couple of beers in Ted right now. He's doing some stretches. Just stretching a little bit. All right, so Bert Kreischer was at the Parlor Live in Seattle a few weeks back. He had... A weird run-in. I'll have to throw it up on our, our mega pass, mega pass, our mega cast Twitter page yeah. at some point. Functioning, um, right? Uh, uh, the video's out there though. It's on YouTube. It's on Bert's page, and that's where I saw it. Because I'm the night that I saw him, everything went well. Everything was cool. This time, I see Steve the next day. By the way, after he saw Bert, yeah, and he's like, Bert couldn't have been nicer. Cloud it's nine. awesome. I was jealous. I forget, or no, I guess I saw you a couple days later, and yeah. was like, God, I can't believe I missed Bert. Yeah, right. So I just the only impression I have of him in Seattle is that they were great shows, and right. it was good for everybody. He, he, he rocked it. He was awesome. Well, one of the one of the nights, either on Friday night or Saturday night, um, he's doing wow. Uh, he is doing his thing, and he's about to bust into the story about being the machine, which is all about him getting involved with the Russian mafia. It, YouTube it. There's some. It's a story he shared on Rogan. It's now his. It's his closer when he does stand up comedy. It it slays every time. It's an amazing story. It's one of the best stories you ever hear. It, it really is because just it's, honestly, yeah. It's it, it's just on a whole different level of taking things to the extreme. So he's up there about to do it. He's he's like, hey, let's all have a, a drink and say cheers. And some random guy in the crowd just comes up on stage and freaks Bert the F out. Again, remember, Bert is on like some kind of a pain pill, whether it be Vicodin or Oxy, because he, he messed up his back really bad a few days before he came to Seattle. And uh, Ted, raise your hand if you want me to pause it. You know the drill. All right. All right, let's listen to a little bit of what happened in Seattle. This is, this is just insane. I'm going to drink, and then I'm going to tell the machine story, and then we'll go party. Let's do a toast to the people that are no longer with us that we loved. And then every time. What the f? What the f? Now, at that point, it's like a very unassuming dude, too. It doesn't look like anyone's scary, but he's just like almost looks like a a guy that works at like an office. Just got up, grabbed Bert's other beer, and just chugged it. On the stage. Right. Now, as he chugged it. It's almost like as if while he was going up, the security guard was going up with him. It was a seamless move. Like the security guard, like he gets up on stage, the guard's right behind him and just, the guy didn't even have a chance to stop. He grabbed the beer and as he's being escorted off the stage, he just pounds the beer. So just keep that in mind as a visual. All right. All right. Let's get back to it. That was amazing. <laughs> what the f- was that? Am I still alive? <laughs> Holy sh! No, he earned that beer. By the way, uh, the best security staff ever. Are you? F- was that you? How did you get back in here? <laughs> come up here. Come up here. 
You're like a goddamn Navy SEAL. Did you, that was, how did, okay, how did you, I've never done anything that quick in my life. He, I saw him step and you were literally, as his foot landed, your foot was under his and you were like, no, 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 no. But you didn't make it an issue. You literally took the issue outside and then went, how the did you do that? Did you see? Did you see it coming? A little bit, a little bit. I got. I've got to applaud everyone in this moment because he got thrown out of a beer, a bar, and killed a beer at the same time. <laughs> and you didn't spill any of his beer, and you didn't fight him. You were like, you were so good at just not making that an issue. And I was in the middle of all of it. <laughs> Dude, thank you. That was amazing. Can you do a shot? Uh, 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 don't worry, I think they're cool that your job's done. <laughs> Isn't that insane? Yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't know what's more impressive, that the security can be that good or that the guy, the, not only can the guy still chug it, but like, yet it's kind of like, all right, go ahead and chug it while you're, like, I think that's good on both ends. Number one, the guy's an idiot. Don't go on stage. No, don't do that. On a comedian set, but like, I like the way Bird handled like, yeah, I'm impressed with all this. I just love the part where he goes, am I still alive? Like, it was, you see, go watch this video because the look on Bert's face is the look that any of us would have when a random person is just coming at you when you're in a moment of performance. We've had that happen. I'm sure you have, too. When you're on stage for a listener party or a big event and all of a sudden someone just walks on stage and their intentions are harmless, but you never know. Yeah. And yeah, props to the part Dude, alive. Dude, we did, as I said, yo, shout out to part alive and that security. That security guard is like, he deserves some kind of medal or employee of the month parking spot or a free meal or something. You know, it's funny. I haven't seen a comedy show there. I've only been into the bar to watch college football on Saturdays. And, it's uh, an awesome spot. Yeah. yeah. I, as I say, I had, I had some drinks in there and the guy was like, just you watching? I was like, yeah, I'm just watching this Maryland game and then I'm going to go podcast with Steve. Our goal this year, Ted, is to get Burt Kreischer on the Megacast. Not, I mean, I could call him. I have his phone number. Not <laughs> humble brag, but, but I want in studio. Like he yeah. said that he wants to come back to town and do that. You know, drink all day on the morning show, go do a drunken show at the parlor or wherever it may be at like eleven in the morning, and then I mentioned after we finish the show, let's rage and let's podcast. Let's do a Burt cast. Let's do a Megacast. Let's do it on a Saturday. I gotta do an afternoon show, Steve. Take the day off, Ted. I keep taking days off, Steve. But you're not for- you're not holding up your part of the deal, man. I took Friday off. I showed up on Monday after the classic, and Steve had already been here at work. And then it's like, where's Ted? He took the whole day off. But, hey, I had your back. I said one of us is an idiot, and that idiot is here right now. And the, the other idiot. idiot didn't even make it home till Monday. <laughs> some point so we might talk more about what happened at the uh, Tacoma Donkeys Northwest Classic in Spokane but I do want to share a story with you Ted All right. when we come back All it's right. a feel good story it's a story that even if you're a Mariners fan if you're a Nationals fan if you're a Yankees fan a Mets a Red Sox it doesn't matter when you hear this story what about the, the Indians fan if you're an Indians fan a Phillies fan oh Philly hell, even if you're still down with the Montreal Expos for He's a, talking to you, Nats fans. Pretty much. For a brief moment in time, for at least for the rest of this podcast, I promise you, you will be a San Diego Padres fan. All right, I'm in. All right, we'll talk about this when we get back. The Megacast will return. 
I listened to these guys when I went to bed. The Megacast will return. And Steve is hearing this old Jay song and wishing he had some mushrooms for his pizza. Of course. <laughs> yeah. It's harvest time here at Dixon Farms. This time of the year when the weather cools off and the days get shorter, the folks at Dixon Farms know just what hits the spot. Our Dixon Farms apples make the best cider for miles around. And everyone from your grandma to your daughter all want some Dixon cider. My best friend Nicole was just telling me she wasn't in the mood for tea or wine, but some Dixon cider sounded just great. I'll bet your friend would like to try the latest from Dixon Farms. Here, have some. Ooh, that packs a kick. Yep, that's brand new from Dixon Farms. It carries just a little more kick, and we think she's going to love Hard Dixon Cider. Hard Dixon Cider? Wow, that's got to feel great on a cold night. (laughs) You bet. Dixon Cider. Guaranteed to hit the spot every time. This the ratchet commandments. I need a moment to preach. Mess up on that hitter when you know he got a message. You are labels. I chickens. Lie up on the Bible. How you looking for a title? When you sleeping with his rivals? Put trust in these men. These hitters are now snitches. Quit acting so feminine. Pacify the truth. If you know your pussy lose you out. So do better. Every night doing the most of all Instagram. Maybe that's the reason why chickens they can't keep a man. They all can't sit with us. These guys are fans of ratchet bitches. The mega cars with me, text me, and Steve. He's back. Cut it, cut it. Thanks, Grace. I mean, the mushrooms and ratchet bitches. I appreciate that. You know, she calls it as she sees it, Steve. She does seem to have a peek inside my soul. I still can't get over ratchet, man. Like, I heard that term when I was a kid, you know, kind of in the D.C., a little more ghetto area. Yeah. But that was always specifically, like, a bad, bad term. Right. And then, like, two years ago, the girl I was dating, she was a hairdresser, and her she was she worked with some girls, and they were like, we're ratchet bitches, blah, blah, blah. And then I still was just against the term. Right. Still not feeling great about twerk. But after this weekend, the ratchet playlist was was, was the playlist. Right. We, we called it the ratchet files. And the that was like files. four in the morning. Let's get it heavy. Emphasis on the snare it? drum. Right. 120 BPMs. 150. 150. No, no less. Heaney knew what's up. We go 150. 150. Emphasis on the snare drum. The ratchet files. Shout out to our boy Thomas Heaney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a Spokane set. DJ Steve. That's what I was doing a lot of the weekend. People always want to know, hey, what are these songs that you guys are playing? Uh, if you haven't noticed, if you have iTunes, if you just tap on our little, like the picture of us on your iTunes, it flips to the description of what we're talking about. All right. Or if you go to the website and on KSW.com or the app or whatever it may be, you see the, the description. Read the description because at the bottom of it, it says what the mega playlist is. That All way, right. if you're ever curious of what songs we're playing, like that's a Tink song I've never heard of until now. They're called like the Ratchet Commandments. 
course, Alt J and Zach Brown and Action Jackson. Action, Action Bronson. Bronson. <laughs> Dude, I'm kind of bummed. Like, I don't listen to a lot of country. But Zach Brown, I wanted to go see, but I can't. I'm already busy this weekend. And then I wanted to go to Watershed, but same thing. I'm busy. Yeah, I would Watershed. love to see Zach Brown. Yeah, Watershed. I could care less about the music. It's I just want to go. See, just like Mr. Chesney. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember you telling me that's heaven on earth, man. Chesney's that, coming back to CenturyLink this summer. Maybe we have to do. Maybe we'll have a mega pass, mega cast party there. Yeah, and just if you can hear this mega cast wherever you are in the country, in the world, even Canada. Uh, if you have a chance to go to a Kenny Chesney concert and you're a single dude, you go to that concert. Even if you're a married guy and you enjoy looking at beautiful women, which I think is every married guy, you go to that concert. Right. Short shorts, cowboy boots, mm-hmm. blonde hair, the flannel wrapped around tight. Yeah. And the thing is, like, all of them probably aren't that hot, but when they're done up, they're cute and. Yeah, when they're yeah. countrified. Yeah. And I, you know, I just have a penchant for those small town girls. I do, man. That sounds like the opening line of a John Cougar Mellencamp song. All right. I got a pension for this small. I don't know why all of a sudden it's become a... I can't do a John Cougar Mellencamp song, otherwise I'd be Dude, that's moderately what I rich. Imagine one day, like imagine that party bus, and then I make DJ Steve shut it down, and I break out an acoustic song. That would that would be awesome. That would crush. We did write a song, a song that we cannot repeat. No. And was, remember when we kept singing it? We had like 10 of us chanting it over every song. Towards the end of the night, which really kind of gave away what was going on in our world. It would be the, yeah, if we told you what the name of the song is, it, it would be very damning. Right. But the Ratchet Files, son. It would be a hit. It would be a hit at every rave if we wrote this song. Yeah. I guarantee. Like, at one point, I'm like, I got GarageBand, guys. I can make some beats. It would be a really ghetto version of it, but we could bang this out tonight. I will say, that was some of my best hype man moments. There would just be points in the songs where I knew I could interject our lyrics. Yeah, two of the lyrics is beer and water, and that's all I could share. All right. I've recently started looking at Reddit from time to time. I'm, I'm, right, I'm be careful, man. Those wormholes go deep. I know. I, well, I find myself that I'm only focusing on one. <laughs> I mean, it's like you're gonna, it's like you're gonna get beat up or something. I don't know. Be careful, Steve. I got be home. Be careful. I was like, "Why you got two black guys?" I was on Reddit, hun. I was on Reddit. I got into a weird subsection. I was in the Spokane subsection. Oh man. This one subsection I always go to is uh, the TIL. Today I learned. I like that stuff. I always enjoy learning random things on the internet. Um, Can I give one out? Yes, please. So uh, when your like parents would be like, "Get out of the pool, you're pruning," mm-hmm. like because you're you've been in there too long. False. It's an evolutionary thing where your uh, your toes and your fingers start to prune up so that you can grip things better in the water. Really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Read it today. I learned. <laughs> Well, some of the ones that I enjoyed, I, uh, like one, for instance, I thought was really interesting. Did you know how that spider silk is so tough that if you had a uh, spider silk that was like basically like the width of a single pencil strand, it would stop a plane. Wow. Right. Or another one that I learned that I thought was awesome. Dolly Parton once lost a Dolly Parton lookalike contest to a man. Now, wait a minute. Yeah. I like Dolly Parton. That is a well-proportionate woman. Who, yeah. How did she? How could she lose to a man? She said, quote, because of course there's a link to these stories, I kind of over-exaggerated everything I am. Bigger hair, 
bigger beauty mark, bigger boobs, and I thought, I'm going to go down to the club. They were marching across the stage, the lookalikes, and all these drag queens were at least six feet tall with their high heels, and here comes this little, I guess they thought was a little gay midget or something. Most people think I'm taller. I was lost in the shuffle. They didn't take me seriously at all, and she lost the Dolly Parton lookalike contest. Yeah. Dolly Parton, Sophia Loren, uh, Suzanne Summers. There's oh. a couple that no matter how old they get, I'm still in. Right. Suzanne Summers was like my one of my early girlfriends, if you know what I mean. Because oh, yeah. of uh, Step by Step. <sighs> Come on. I was jealous of Patrick Duffy. TV's Patrick Duffy? Yes. Are you a South Park fan? Yeah, but I don't even... Oh, that's right! <laughs> and it's got the leg of TV's Patrick Duffy! Here's one that I learned that I, <laughs> got me kind of emotional, Ted. I don't think it will now because we're a little in the bag. All right. Uh, all right. And we've just been like flexing about... The Spokane Northwest Classic, so I don't know if I'm really in an emotional state. Is this the feel-good story? This is the feel-good story that's going to make you love the San Diego Padres. It was from Reddit. I read it today. Yes. The Padres logo with the the actual San Diego Padre is still one of my favorite all-time logos of him swinging the bat. Yeah. It's a great logo. Going yard. Yeah. And he's just this fat, roly-poly, Babe Ruth-looking pastor. Yeah, that's the idea. He just, you know what? And I want, I want that father, that pastor. I want him to have in a big old dip too, man. Yep. Just a huge copa hanging, mm-hmm. not not a flavored one, just worm dirt. He's just spitting tobacco. He's going to get in the box. Sure, he's going to strike out twice a game, but he's also going to get you two home runs. And he's always adjusting his boys. And, oh, it's, yeah. and it's weird because he doesn't even have any underwear underneath those long dress things that he's wearing. Yeah, and his uh, sandal spikes are awesome. Yeah. Sleets. Sleets. Those those sandals cleats. Sleets. So I guess back in 1996, according to this story, um, there was a a baseball player by the name of Matt LaChapa, and he was a 20-year-old. He was an up-and-coming player. He was in the Padres system. Uh, He was considered the best pitching prospect in the Padres organization. All right. At some point, with his parents in the stands, uh, he was warming up in the bullpen, and he had a heart attack. Jesus. Uh, he didn't die. Uh, they immediately gave him CPR. He grabbed his chest. They found out he had a heart attack, and then he suffered a second one while he was in the hospital. It's career over. All Which right. you'd think, well, that's just unfortunate. Here's a guy that had a promising career, but because of just how bodies are, unfortunately, he's been dealt a tough blow. Well, how about this, though? Even though he was not able to ever play for the Padres, he was never able to fulfill the contract that he signed, and he couldn't repay the bonus because of probably the medical bills. The Padres said, you know what? We're still keeping you signed to our organization, which we hear from time to time. Yeah. And teams do this. Seahawks have done it. Uh, lots of teams have done it. I mean, of course, last year's story with uh, the player on the Bengals and his daughter. Right. They kept him on the team and he wound up becoming a, a, a player on the team, not just a practice squad, so that he can have the insurance. And they did the same. And you would think, well, that's really nice of them. Here's the deal. That happened in 1996. He's still a member of the San Diego Padres to this day. That's pretty awesome. How incredible is that? They resigned him to a major, a minor league contract. So it's not like they're paying him, you know, major league money, but this is a lot of cash. How, do they commit or is it just, are they just like. They resign him every year. That's crazy. Good for them. Uh, that way he has the money. And more importantly, he has money to spend, but he's. He's he falls under their insurance plan, and uh, I guess the owner said you're a Padre for life. And this isn't even the owner that did this originally. They've had a new owner take over, but when he saw what the old owner did for this guy, he says, "No, he's a Padre for life. I'll continue the tradition." And I was just like, "Man, it's moments like that where you're like, that's 
these are the stories about sports. I mean, and any it, it could be even about somebody who works at McDonald's and if they did that or or works at Nordstrom and they did that. It doesn't have to be just about sports. But how do you not love an organization for doing something like that? I, yeah. It's unbelievable. I, I just wanted to share it. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and there's a lot of other cool stuff that they did. I like but, your two examples from McDonald's and Nordstrom. Yeah, you know, those are the two places that I would love to live off of their money. <laughs> two places, obviously, we've never been. No, never. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Mr. Nordstrom's like, oh, I'll give you that insurance, Steve. <laughs> the piano guy. Piano guy is a boss. Yeah, I don't. I don't hate the DJ, but I like the piano guy. I think Nordstrom with the piano is way cooler than Nordstrom with the DJ. Yeah, it makes more sense. I was gonna say if you're ever in Seattle, I mean it's pricey, but uh, Aqua is a seafood restaurant. They have a piano player, right? My man Ben, go say what's up to Ben. Tears it up. Oh, dude, it's crazy. He plays like rock songs, but on the piano. So one night I was in there, and I'm just sitting at the bar by myself having a nice, uh, nice piece of fish, mm-hmm. and I'm like, am I losing my mind? Is that ACDC? Like, yeah, I got to be losing it. And then later, I'm like, what is that? It sounds like Bleach. Like, is that Nirvana? And I remember you saying they played Everlong from the Everlong, that was the yeah. one, right? And then he comes over like, hey, Ted, love the station. Like, and I was like, I thought you were playing rock songs. He's like, well, sorry, man, it's not for you. I do it all the time. And then he'll like, talk to you while, he shake, while he's playing. Yeah, Piano Guy kicks ass. Maybe yeah. that's what I'll do, Steve. Next Come time I'll bring a baby grand piano. To the classic. Yes. In and. Yeah, and then you play epic and I'll play the end. Nice. Yeah. And we'll, we'll bring a fish that could flop right on the ground. But it can't be real. We couldn't do that. No, Peter would be all about us. That would crush us at that time of the night if we killed a fish. No, I don't want to do that. No, man, bad vibes, bro. Bad vibes. We've came close enough to killing members of the team. The last thing we're going to do is kill a fish. Yeah, Munson will live. Yeah. We know that. I don't trust us with that fish. Munson is indestructible. Pretty sure. Yeah, he really is. Yeah. I mean, there is no... He might He might shut it down, but you ain't shutting him down. Right. Like, I don't think any of the donkeys could win against Brock Lesnar, but if I had to go with just who could last the longest in there... Munson. Munson. Yeah, he'll take every punch and keep swinging. Yeah, and he'd get a decent shot in. He's got a puncher's chance, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah he's got a punch on him. Yeah. All right. Uh, Friday. <laughs> this Friday, if you... Uh, rumor has it, the Megacast will be in full force at the Meet the Rock Girls party. That rumor I've heard is 50-50. Right. Well, we know 50% of the Megacast will be there, that being myself, because, well, the BJ Shea Morning Experience will be presenting the Meet the Rock Girls party. Because your actual job makes you be there. Right. We'll be at that uh, the, the bar soundstage, is it? The Soundstage Bar and Grill. In, in Linwood? In Linwood. It's the old Hooters. So come on down, 7 o'clock. The old Linwood Hooters? Yeah. We had an epic Saturday there once. We have had an epic Saturday there once. Was it during the foul balls? Yeah. Yep. I think we bought a grill, went over to Fred Meyer. We, we went across the street, and I bought a grill and hot dogs, and we, we barbecued at my house. You, me, Thrill, his woman. Yeah. And somebody else. Somebody else, yeah. But yeah. I remember I bought an awesome white uh, Adidas jacket, at, uh, or no, Puma jacket That's at right. Fred Meyer's. That's right. So yeah, we have a soft spot in our heart. For that, for that location. For that location. So come join us, 7 to 9. Yeah, that's we'll, always a fun party, man. We'll be there with the new Rock Girls. I printed, I printed pictures of the new Rock Girls, Ted. All right, I'm not going to look at them. I can tell right. you who I already want to meet. Okay, because I wanted to play a quick game. And, and if right. anyone out there that's listening to the Megacast, do yourself a favor. Go to KISW.com. It's the pictures that we all see. You have the option to click on them to learn more about the girls, but it's, it's all their profile pictures. It's all, all 4, 8, 12, 16 of them. And... It's a sweet 16. It is a sweet, actually, it's a very sweet 16. Yeah, no. <laughs> Sorry, I was close. We're still in a classic mode. Um, 
tweet us at the Megacast. What we're gonna do right now is play a quick game of if you can only pick one. Oh, again, don't need to see him. There is plenty of attractive women in there. All of them are hot. Plenty of them I really love, but uh, Sylvia with a Z and the half shade head, she gets me every day of the week. Really? I know. That is not the girl you most people would pick for me. No, that... I, I think she is super hot. Oh, yeah. I lo- a, I'm a sucker for this half shaved head thing, so Vanessa's a, a pretty hot, well, extremely hot. I'm a fan of hers as well because she's got the half shaved head. So, All right, yeah, the half shaved head got me, but then just her dark hair and uh, yeah. Well, let's see what, what Sylvia is all about, Ted, if that's how you pronounce your name. Favorite KISW artist? Soundgarden. Alice right. in Chains. Tool, Volbeat, and Five Finger Death Punch. Her hidden talents, maybe we'll learn about them on Friday night. Mm. She can juggle. This is kind of hot. She is trilingual. Ooh. English, Hungarian, and she could get by in Japanese. Ah, Kenichiwa. Favorite KISW personality? From the men's room. What? Miles Montgomery. Damn. Last KISW concert, Godsmack and Zombie at Pain in the Grass. All right. What about Cassandra? She's pretty hot too, man. Cassandra, I, she follows me on Twitter. I remember before she became a rock girl, I'm like, damn, who's this hot girl following me on Twitter? Within a few days, I'm like, that's the girl that's on Twitter. She's now trying to be a rock girl. She is super hot. Dude, that has happened to me twice on Facebook. I'm like, who is this hot chick? Why yeah. are we? I'm like, oh, man, she works with us. Yeah. Cassandra... Was going to be my number one pick. All right. She is smoking hot. That's my traditional is Cassandra and Allison would be yeah. my traditionals, but there's something about that Sylvia chick. No, Sylvia's got the rocking body. It's got the, that very uh, exotic face and the hair. Yeah. I'm with you, dude. And, I and feel half like, the head has a tat on it. And I feel like that picture of her is an... I would imagine when we meet her, we're going to be like, you look so much better than your picture. You know well, what I mean? That happen- I feel like that happens every year it with does. these girls. It yeah. happens all the time. So I'm... I already did. I bank on people saying that about us too. Oh, every time, every yeah. time they're like, "You guys are way hotter in person." We heard it all weekend at the yeah. classic. All the boys were saying it. Getting up, supposed to say, "Get in line, boys." <laughs> so yeah, originally I was thinking, hands down, Cassandra, and I'm still on the fence. But um, you got to make a pick, Steve. My pick, if I can only pick one, ladies and gentlemen, drum roll, please. I'm going with <laughs> Danny. Oh. Danny has some sexy eyes. Sexy eyes, and I might be, you know, Twitter stalker on her. Well, because she posts stuff. <laughs> not, like, in a bad way, but I'll see her post stuff. And no, you're a good stalker. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it for good, not evil. And she is got some amazing legs. I do want to meet the Haley girl just because... The tank girl. Yeah, she. I mean, her picture is her in front of a tank. Yeah, how awesome is that? Yeah. So Danny, not Danny Mayred, although I do love her. She's been a rock girl forever. Yeah, she's And, and she's... Couldn't be a nicer person. Dude, the first time I met her was at Red Fest. And I said like two things to her, and she just kind of tapped my shoulder and went, Oh, you're embarrassed. You're so cute. Ah! I was like, Damn it. So, Danny, favorite KISW artist, Avenge Sevenfold. Oh, strong. Her secret weapon to lure in the opposite sex, her cute and bubbly personality. I would have said her eyes. I would agree. Her eyes and her legs. I've also never talked to her, so that's an unfair advantage. <laughs> she might have a great personality. Name one thing that attracts you to the opposite sex. Bald heads, bald heads. Bald heads, beer guts, <laughs> and brown eyes. Please, 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 please. Big arms and good taste in music. All right, all right. Well, if we keep doing these getting tens, my arms yeah. will get bigger. We have great taste in music. Obviously. I look like Action Bronson. Action Bronson. Danny. What's up? And uh, what's the last And pick? I hope your phone charge state. <laughs> yeah. I hope that you don't have to work on a Friday 
at Fridays on a busy Friday. Yeah, I hope you get like, you know, uh, Thursday night shift at Fridays. A lot of people come in. You can make a bunch of tips and we can party on Friday. And I hope you experience a full stereophonic experience on your headphones. <laughs> Ted, we should get out of here. Yeah, man. We should get Ted. Wait a minute. Who was her favorite Chris KSW personality? It doesn't say on here. Oh, brutal. It could have been you. Dude, There, are, I, I feel like there is a fix against me at the station because there are times that we'd read the cards when we meet these girls and you're like, you know, at these events. And there's been a few girls that have listed me as their favorite personality and it never said it on the website. Yeah. Well, you know why. Why? Castle. He doesn't like it. He only puts up the ones where they like him. That's right. And he hates us podcasters. Although Erica, who is also super hot, favorite KISW personality, STP. Yeah. Erica's awesome. Erica Actually, goals. I know her. You do. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's read The Chicken Man's Woman. Yeah, exactly. And I'm a big fan of hers. Not just because she's hot, but because she's read The Chicken Man's Woman. Yeah, and exactly. She's, she's, she's an awesome, awesome, awesome lady. And I'm glad she's a rock girl. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm glad she made it. So Friday night, come down. Hang out with us. Until you know what? then. What's that, Ted? Odds are moving like 60-40, 70-30 right now after looking at the pictures. I'll tell you who's going to be there. Sylvia. I'll give you a ride home. I'll see you soon, honey. So, come catch me and Ted at the Meet the Rock Girl party, where we're going to get drunk, we're going to smoke weed, we're going to have fun, and we don't care who sees. But Steve's old stage, find me outside for a safety meeting. You know it. All right, everybody, thank you for listening. Tell your friends. That's all I can say. And thank you, Jason, for doing so. Like Let's get 10, Ted. Peach fuzz on my face. Looking on the case. Trying to find the hella taste. Oh, my God. I'm on the chase. Chevy is getting kind of heavy. Relevant selling it. Dipping away. Time keeps slipping away. Zipping the safe. Flipping for pay. Tipping like I'm dripping in paint. Up front, folks. Like a leaf. put the wheat in the chain. Hey, MCTP get Ted outside the studio. Matt Coke is outside of our studio. He's getting dense. Ladies and gentlemen, boy, Matt. Matt Coates. Matt, tell everybody goodbye. Goodbye. goodbye.